Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 176. It's Monday, and actually it is Monday, 11.59 as I record this. So it is almost, almost, but not quite, Tuesday. Thanks for being here with me on the first day of this last week of June. I find it hard to believe how fast June has gone. And for me, June is a month of the end of the school year and then the three very full, very intense weeks of summer gym, which I have talked about on this podcast numerous times. Well, today was day three of the second or B session for us. And it was a good day, um, very pleasant morning to begin our day. And all throughout the day, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to be aware of the presence of God. And I appreciate it if you join me here on my back patio, screened-in porch. Sit down for a little bit here in the candlelight and the light of these uh, little twinkle globe lights. And I'll tell you about my day. Now, today, for the last couple of years, has been one of my favorite days in Summer Gym. Now, Thursday is the culmination day of our Summer Gym. It's not our last day. It's our penultimate day. And I'm not going to describe penultimate because I know that my podcast listeners are savvy enough and erudite enough to know what penultimate means. Anyway, Thursday is the penultimate day. It's the day we go canoeing, the day we go hiking. Always a big, exciting day for all. For me, though, one of the days that I have come to like the best is the day in which I get to teach about cricket. Now, a little backstory here. Two years ago, we began this cricket unit. And It wasn't really my choice. It was um, the idea of one of my colleagues who is no longer at the school. But she had seen locally cricket players. uh, I think it's Sundays somewhere in a nearby park, soccer fields, I think. They play cricket. And she was kind of fascinated. I think she kind of got to know them a little bit. She had played cricket once or twice somewhere and said, hey, cricket would be a great sport for us to teach during summer gym. So she and I were the ones who took it upon ourselves to be the teachers of that. And the first year, um, I didn't really know very much. Uh, She certainly knew more than me, and then she departed. And I've taken it upon myself to become the resident cricket, I can't say expert, but cricket uh, aficionado and cricket teacher. And I have to tell you, if you have never watched the sport before, it's actually pretty fascinating. And... I'm not going to go into all the details about how it's played, except to say that once you learn the rules and there's some pretty basic, pretty simple rules, it's actually easier, I think, to understand than American baseball. American baseball, which, as I've talked about on the podcast, I do have a particularly uh, intense fondness for. American baseball is a great sport. That being said, it can be difficult to sort of understand what exactly is going on. There's a lot of technicalities in the rules and certain special situations and the lineups and the batting and the balls and the strikes and the outs, etc., etc., etc. 
Cricket is actually very simple. The bowler, the pitcher, tries to knock over the wicket, which is three stumps with two little, um, they call them bales, but they're two little kind of pieces of wood on the top, maybe three inches long, two of those. The bowler, with the ball, tries to knock over the bale, or the stumps to knock over the bale, or the wicket. The batter, on the other hand, has two tasks. One is to protect the wicket with the bat, so to make sure that the bowler does not knock over the bales, the little uh, uh, dowel, like, you know, size, three-inch sized um, cylinders, really, on top of the three stumps. And the other job of the batsman is to score runs. And there's really just three ways to score runs. And I'm not going to get into them, but um, it's pretty simple. And um, I think it's exciting. It's fairly fast. It's high scoring. It's not uncommon for a team to score 170, 180 runs. No other sport gets that kind of scoring. And um, I think it's just really kind of uh, kind of an interesting, amazing sport. And believe it or not, it is actually the third most popular sport in the world. The first being soccer, of course. Second is basketball. And the third is cricket. And it is particularly intense in countries that have the connection to the former British Empire. And many of those countries are quite populous. And um, today my task, again, was to teach groups of students about cricket. And... I have to think in about 90 minutes through what I did, a combination of talking and showing and watching some key videos and then going outside and actually practicing some of the skills. I have to say, I think the kids got it. Um, certainly, they're not going to be experts and I, don't, and I don't expect them to know things inside and out. They do have a final exam on Friday and there will be a few cricket questions on it. So they better know that information. But that being said, I think that they now will know sort of what's going on. If they ever stumble upon a cricket match in the park or they are flipping channels and cricket is on or they're on YouTube and they want to watch something kind of out of the ordinary, they're going to at least know what's going on. And that was my God presence moment today, teaching them about this sport, this global sport that has so many fans around the world and something that my students before the 90 minutes they had with me the vast majority of them were completely ignorant of this sport. But after 90 minutes of education and playing and a little bit of practice, I know they knew something, something that they didn't know before. And that's really, I think, remarkable. And, and a good example of what learning is, taking something that wasn't there and helping it to grow, helping it to be placed there. There's darkness, ignorance, and then there is light, the light of knowledge. And I am just very pleased and very grateful that I was able to do that for my students today. And I think my specific God presence moment, if I had to pick one moment in the midst of this uh, activity today, it's when we were all out on the field, uh, these groups, these different groups, and sometimes I had two groups, so there were you know, 30, 35 students. Other times I just had one, so there was half of that. But we had four wickets set up, and again, the wicket is the three stumps and the bale on top, and those we have those as plastic. So our whole sets, these are safety sets, so they're plastic, so there's no pads and no hard balls, and they're just plastic um, sets. 
So these three wickets are set up, and I've set them up against the fence of the outfield. So there is this backstop that the kids have behind them, and then there is a bat and some balls, and on each of these four wickets that are kind of side-by-side, spread out, there is one kid who is um, batting, another kid is bowling a little distance away from them, and the rest of the kids and myself are out in the field. And we are just out there receiving balls as they are hit. And I think for me, that was really the God presence moment, just watching my students, learning something new, getting some, getting excited. Some of them were com- becoming skilled in it, understanding some of the, the strategies and, and what to do. And it was just exciting for me to watch them play, as I love to do, and to see them play something unlike other sports we do, soccer or lacrosse or... Um, you know, football, flag football, sports that I know many of them know. And, and there's probably, they've played it a million times, and, you know, for some of them. But to see something they had, most of them had never played and knowing that I was able to be the conduit of that knowledge and that experience was um, really a, a God presence moment today. And... Um, So questions, what was something you learned recently, something that you knew nothing about and someone or somehow you were taught it? What was that experience like going from the darkness of ignorance to the light of knowledge? And what did you do with that knowledge, that learning? And how was God present in your acquisition of that knowledge and also in the sharing of what you learned As always, I appreciate your being with me. Blessings and peace.